Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to podcast by Sister Las. Alhamdulillah, today is the third day of Ramadan and um, it happens to be a very calm Sunday, very quiet. Yes, like I can hear myself breathe literally. <laughs> now, so Alhamdulillah, I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes us closer towards his pleasure, keep us away from his anger and punishment, and grant us the opportunity to recite his verses in the best of manners by his mercy. Amen. I also pray that he accepts our recitation as Ibadah and not show off because in this period of Ramadan, a lot of people want to show off. Yes, I recited the entire Quran within two days. Ah, keep it to yourself. Nobody's asking you. <laughs> so I pray he accepts this as Ibadah from us and not show off, please. Amen. So on today's episode, we'll be dealing with the Ascar segments and general knowledge segments, like I mentioned yesterday. And I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us understanding i pray makes it easy for us now so on the akkar segment it's actually a continuation of yesterday's akkar on calamities but this one is specific to pandemics yes this askar is specific to pandemics it's a very very easy askar and i'm going to try my best to make it easy so for those who've been who have been complaining of following it up they're actually going to grab it now and i'm very very sure that We've definitely come across this at car one way or the other, subconsciously or consciously. And um, it was narrated by this particular actor for pandemics, was narrated by Anas Bun Malik, who said, I love mercy on Anas Bun Malik. He said that the Prophet وسلم, said, or used to say, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al baras wal junun wal judam wa min sayyil askom. Now, Allahumma, oh Allah. In me, I indeed is like you are telling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I've come to you, I've come to ask from you, O Allah. I seek refuge in you, minal baros, from leprosy, wal junun, and from madness, wal juzam, and from communicable diseases. Wamin, wamin, that phrase just means, and from sail as come, all evil diseases. So, Allahumma. Inni a'udhubika min al-baras wal-junun wal-juzam wa min sayil askom. O Allah, I indeed, I seek refuge in you from leprosy and madness and communicable diseases and from all evil diseases. Now, this akkar will, um, can be found in Sunan Abu Dawood, Hadith 1554. Yeah, let me make it easy for us. Um, the second Askar on today's episode is the Askar on protection from punishment of the grave. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and the entirety of the Muslim Ummah. Amin Allah. So, this Askar can be found in Sahih Buhari, Volume 2, Hadith 102, and in Sahih Muslim, Volume 1, Hadith 412. And it goes thus, Allahumma, O Allah, inni, I indeed have come to you. I've come to ask you, O Allah. Seek your refuge. Seek your refuge. I seek refuge in you. I seek your refuge, O Allah. Min from Adabil Qabr, the punishment of the grave. So, Allahumma inni a'udhubika min Adabil Qabr. O Allah, indeed I seek your refuge from the punishment of the grave. This particular atkar is highly recommended by the Prophet because 
the punishment of the grave is not something that you actually pray for your enemy. Please, asterisk that enemy. It's not something that you pray for your enemy to witness. So it is, it is, Gaskia, it is, it is not something we want to witness or something that we pray for our loved ones to witness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and the entirety of the Muslim ummah from punishment of the grave. But you should know that it is not something that you do by mouth alone. Whatever you say, you need to back it up with action. And I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easy for us, for me and for you. Amen. Now, on the second segment of today's episode, which is the journey to the hereafter. The journey to the hereafter, it is... It is a very wonderful topic. It is a very, very interesting topic. And I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us the understanding. Now, it's, it all starts from when you come, when, when you are brought to this world, either from the womb of your mother or from the womb of a surrogate mother. Now, so the moment you breathe, the, the moment you take your first breath, into this world, that's when you actually start your journey to the hereafter. So, in this dunya, um, Allah gives us, um, Allah gives us the choice to either perform good deeds or bad deeds. It's your choice. There's no compulsion. If you like, mm, if you like, mm, you're on your own. This dunya is a phase when you are going to perform all the deeds you want to perform, either good deeds or bad deeds, and there will be no questioning. Allah is not going to question you. But in the hereafter, you will not even you won't be able to perform any deeds again. But Allah will question you. And it is it, almost as if um this dunya is like the opposite of the hereafter. <laughs> now so after after this the journey of this dunya after performing all the good deeds you want to perform or performing all the bad deeds you want to perform and you feel like ah there's no hereafter we die we die i pity you we die we do not die we die we start living again that's that's the way this whole thing is that's the way this whole thing is now so after the stage where you are granted the opportunity to either and his mercy or hen earn his anger. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from his anger. Then the stage of death. Death. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, He says that death is truth. Al-Mawtul Haqqo. Ududoniku. So the moment um, the, um, the angel of death, that's Malakul Maut, the moment he comes to you, to take your soul, to take your roof from your body. That is that is the second stage of the journey to the hereafter. That moment. In that moment, you are going to know whether you are a person of paradise or you are a person of hell. Yes, in that moment. So, um, according to various narrations, uh, we have that the angel of death, that's Malakul Mouth, is going to take the soul of the unbelievers in a terrible way. It's like he's going to rip it apart from their body in such a way that they are going to feel the pangs of death. The pangs of death is going to be so terrible. You, you that are around them, you don't know. You just see this person dying, this person dying. But what the person is actually seeing 
what the person is actually seeing is terrible. May Allah protect us from it. And we have from narrations also that the soul of the believers is going to be taken out in a gentle manner. May Allah count us amongst the believers. Amen. So after the stage of taking the soul from the body, um, the third stage is the grave. The grave. Now, in the grave, um, after um, your rites must have been performed by those that are supposed to wash your body and bury you. Now, you meet yourself in the grave, which is going to be either a pit of fire, if you are um, a disbeliever, or a garden, if you are a believer. Now, so there are so many narrations that, men- that mention the punishment in the grave for various acts of disobedience and Amongst the act of disobedience, the most common one from which the prophet advises us against is like not properly cleaning yourself after urinating. Yes, there are people that are actually suffering punishment from the grave because after urinating, they didn't clean themselves properly. So when you urinate, you clean yourself with water as recommended by the Prophet because cleanliness is part of our own faith. It is part of our faith. So you clean yourself with water. And if there's no water around you, you clean yourself with stone, as recommended by the prophets, in odd numbers, three, five, seven, nine, as much as it takes for you to actually clean yourself. So apart from that, um, tail bearing, um, intentionally sleeping through obligatory prayers, that one, a lot of people are on that table. A lot of people. You know that um, solar is in two minutes. You now decide to take a nap. You now wake up three hours later and be saying, Ah, eh, I didn't plan it. No, eh, so, 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 eh, this is not what I wanted to do. I just closed my eyes, new, and I woke up three hours. Ah, hmm, better go and ask Allah for forgiveness and don't go back to it. Now, so part of it also is abandoning the Quran, fornication, and adultery, homosexuality, interest, and usury. Um, withholding payment of debts. <laughs> this debt thing, eh? <laughs> that topic for another day. If you know you are owing anybody anything, even if it's five naira, please return it. Even if it's five naira, you are owing somebody, please return it. If you not give the person, and the person says, "Wallahi, ah, I have given you, like I have forgiven it for you," then you know you are free. But you cannot be owing somebody five naira and say, "Maybe eh, it's five naira." What does he want? Please. Hey, so that it will not shock you on the day of judgment when someone comes to you that yeah like, I want 20 of this person's goodies because it's only me five naira ah <laughs> make it easy for us to repair our debts and so many other things like that Nam, so salvation from punishment of the grave can actually be achieved by performing good deeds that are done sincerely for the sake of Allah not just by performing good deeds, but make sure the intention with which you are doing these um, good deeds are for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, um, secondly, you can seek refuge in Allah from his punishment, as we've mentioned earlier, or as I've mentioned earlier, rather, in the beginning of today's episode, as um, Allahumma inni a'udhubika min adhabil qabr. You, it is recommended that you say this dua after every solar. After every solar, you ask Allah for protection from the grave. Now, you can also protect yourself by reciting Suratul Mulk every day. That's um, Quran chapter 67. 
and by doing so many other good deeds by giving um out charities so many other good deeds that you can perform in order to end allah's mercy because once you've earned the mercy of allah definitely you're not going to suffer the punishment of the grave like is automatic ticket to not suffering from the punishment of the grave <clears throat> now so there are some set of people that will not actually face this punishment some set of people that their grave is going to be bliss bliss it's going to be filled with bliss may allah panatala count us amongst those people now um example of these people are the prophets the prophets may allah have mercy on all of them the martyrs um those who died in guard duty those who died on friday those who died in childbirth amongst many others so after the stage of the grave we have the stage where um israfil is going to blow the horn Ishrafil is going to blow the horn to signify um, Yom Al-Qiyam, to signify the beginning of judgment. Now, right now, he's actually waiting for the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And um, there are two, he's going to blow the horn twice. The first time he's going to blow the horn is, um, the first blowing is called the blowing of shock. Sorry, the first blowing is the blowing of shock. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in um, Quran 27 verse 87, he said, The day the, trump- the trumpet will be blown and everything in the heavens and on the earth will be soon as shocked, except for those whom Allah wills to exempt. So once he blows the horn of shock, everything will be destroyed. Every single thing will be destroyed, except what Allah wills or accept who Allah wills because there are some reports we have reports of um him him because he's the one blowing the trumpet so definitely he's going to he's not going to be destroyed until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there's no it's a story for another day don't let me go into that because if I go into that I'm already debating so after blowing this trumpet everything will be destroyed and then after 40 years after 40 solid years, this trumpet will be blown again. That's the blowing of resurrection. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Quran 39, verse 68, he said, And then, it, in this narration, in this um, context, it is the trumpet, will be blown again, and they will be standing, they will be looking, people will be confused, like, what happened? Well, you know, yesterday I was just trying to buy something in the market. And I just woke up in the year after. Like, what's, what's going on? What's happening? People will be, like, confused. They'll be standing. They'll be looking. Now, so after this stage of playing of the horn, we have the stage of resurrection. Stage of resurrection. In this stage, Allah will send a downpour of rain. Of rain. And decayed bodies like bodies will sprout after the one has been blown those that that were destroyed those that were destroyed they are going to rise then those that have decayed those people that were buried long long before even the trumpets was blown those people like after the rain that Allah Spanatala is going to release their bodies will sprout from the tailbone it's going to sprout and all of them will be a new creation. The one that will never die. 
they will never die. They will be resurrected, uncircumcised, and naked, except those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clothes. And who are these people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clothes? They are people that have attained Allah's mercy. May Allah count us as one of them. Now, so they'll be able to see, we'll be able to see angels and genes. And everybody will be resurrected according to their deeds. We have so many narrations of this. Yes, so it may be um, the trumpet was blown, right? When you were trying to steal, you'll be resurrected that way. And even if you died while you were trying to steal, whatever whatever action, whatever action death meets with you is what you are going to rise with, is what you are going to be resurrected with now so after this resurrection we have the great gathering we call it the great garden where allah is going to gather all creatures for their account they will be in shock like everybody will be shocked we'll be in stupor like intoxicated people intox ah subhanallah may allah protect us like people will be confused everybody will be standing the sun will be below our heads like this, except those who Allah gives shade to. And part of the ways, uh, um, part of the ways you can actually achieve the shade is by reciting your Quran in the best manner. Not just please, if you want to say Bismillah, say Bismillah, Rahman Rahim, so that the person next to you, the person next to you. We know that yes, this is what you are saying. Not that you say, oh, what's that? Eh? What's that? What are you saying? What's what what? Don't even let me. So everybody will be intoxicated, and we're going to be standing with the sun below our heads. And that standing is not as if we will stand for two minutes, so because some of you stand for one hour like this, your leg is paining you. Let's even take people that used to queue in Unilori. Some people stand for four hours on queue. <laughs> that one is small. Unilori queue is small. <laughs> we'll be standing for a period of 50 years. What did I say? A period of 50 years. Nyala make it easy. Because ah, day of resurrection is not, is not something for new. Ah, it's not something to joke with. We're going to be standing for 50 solid years. Ah, subhanallah. So, the time on the time we used on air to now look as if ah, it was just like one minute or one hour. Like, we're standing for... Because the, we have... There are some narrations that the time in heaven is different from the time in earth. On earth, rather. So imagine standing for 50,000 years in heaven. It will be as if you didn't even spend time in this earth at all now, or this earth at all. It will just, it will be confusing. You start doubting yourself, like, ah, let me pinch myself. Ah, am I in a dream? Am I in a dream? But you won't be in a dream. You won't be in a dream. So this, this song will be below your head like this, just a mile away from your head. And everybody will be sweating according to their deeds. If your deeds were good deeds, you in fact there will be a shade for you. It's like AC. But if all your life, everything you were doing, show off bad deeds, show off bad deeds, you will sweat. Ah, 
In fact, those people that were tyrants and those people that were weak, those people that were weak, that they're like, yes, let me be following this tyrant up and down so that I can enjoy the beauty of this world. Do not start arguing. Every disbeliever will be arguing. Every Satan, every every man will be arguing with his limbs. You this stupid leg. You this foolish hand. You this mouth. You this skinny con. Why did you do this? Why did you do that? But on that day, it will be too late. Because like I said from the beginning of this lecture, I said, on that day, there will be no deeds. But there will be accounts. In this dunya, perform what they did you want to perform. But in the hereafter, there will be no deeds to perform again. So everybody will be arguing. People who did wrong will be biting their hands. They will be they will be wishing that they had known. And on, on your mukiam, there's nothing like had I known. The moment you die, said there's nothing like had I known. Because that's the day your book of record like this will be closed. So, like the hellfire will be dragged before these believers. By 70,000 latches, and each latch will be held by 70,000 angels. Latches are just like locks. So, when these believers see the hellfire, they will wish that they could ransom themselves from the punishment. They will wish they had mountains of gold. But on this day, no, even if the gold you have, the gold you have is something that is as wide as the entire earth itself, it cannot ransom you. If you are supposed to enter hellfire, you will enter. Nyanda protect us from it. Now, so, disobedience people will be punished. For example, those who refuse to pay obligatory charity, that's zakah. When you know you have the money. You have the money, but you didn't pay. You have the means, but you didn't obey the commandments of Allah. You'll be punished. So, like... Arrogant people will be resurrected by like like ants. They will be resurrected like ants. The traitors, the embezzlers, the robbers, everybody will be exposed. The thief will come with everything he stole. Every if you know you've taken something that does not belong to you, please and please fallacic, return it. Return it. Return what you've stolen. If something you're taking from your parents, ask for their forgiveness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all of us. Now, so the thief will come with everything he has stolen for everybody to see. Imagine you've stolen a lot of things like money, car, wristwatch. You now carry everything like this on your back. Everybody will see that, yes, this person was a thief when he was in the junior. In short, everything that was hidden in the dunya will be brought out clearly into the open. And as for the righteous, as for the righteous people, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala count us amongst the righteous people. The day will not frighten them at all. And it will just pass like their performance of the Zul prayer. Like it's just be as if they are praying Zul. That's how beautiful the day will be for them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Count us amongst the righteous. Now, so, I'm going to stop here for today. There are still so many 
stages to the journey of the hereafter, the intercession, the accountability, the spreading of the scrolls, the wings kill, the reservoir, the test for believers, the first bridge, the hellfire, the second bridge, and then paradise. But if I say I should continue like this, most of you will not want to listen again. Yes, because um, I think I've <laughs> I've used ah oh, wow twenty four minutes. So um, the journey to the hereafter is not actually easy. May Allah make it easy for us. And um, this is where I'm going to stop for now. I'm going to be releasing another episode today, inshallah. Yes, inshallah. As continuation, or if I can't, it's going to be tomorrow. May Allah make it easy for us. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives me and my parents and all the believers on the day when reckoning will be established Amen, Allah. So, till our continuation of the journey to eternity, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.